Glory, 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 glory. We give God all the glory. We give Him all the praise. We thank Him for bringing us into another month. Hallelujah. We give Him praise. We give Him praise. We are His worship. We are the worship offering. We are the sacrifice. Glory to God. Bible says, present yourselves as living sacrifices unto God. We give Him the glory and we give Him all the praise. We magnify the Lord. We glorify Him. We thank Him. I believe that you enjoyed that session of worship where we present ourselves and our bodies as a living sacrifice. Live in me at the altar with my Father so I can worship Him. I can be the sacrifice. I can be the worship. Glory to God. We give Him glory and we give Him praise. We are glad to be alive and well. And what better way to appreciate Him than to thank Him and to glorify Him in this our month of thanksgiving, our month of gratitude, and our month of praise. We give Him all the glory. Please keep sharing, sharing, sharing for many more to be empowered. We'll play some more at the end of the session before we close out during the offering. Once again, we appreciate every one of you who has joined us this evening. Mama B, you are welcome. God bless you. Glory to God. Agnes, you are welcome. Abna, you are welcome. Odefukai, you are welcome. Nanapoku, you are welcome. God bless you all for joining us this evening. Glory to Jesus. As usual, share, 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 and invite as many people that you know to join us. Bible says, I beseech you therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto God. For this is our reasonable service. That's where the song came from. We thank God. We thank God for this new month. Glory to God. Now we are looking at the subject for the next five Wednesdays as we enter the new year 2022. Whatever you do not prepare for cannot be entrusted into your hands. And so we are looking at the subject praying for, preparing for, and planning for 2022 or for their future. Praying, preparing, and planning for what is to come. Praying, preparing, and planning for what you are expecting in this coming year. We don't wait until the 31st night before we start praying, before we start preparing, and before we start planning. The Bible says, Jota prepared his ways in the Lord, and because of that, the Lord made what he did to prosper. So, praying preparing and planning for 2026. Nothing happens by chance. Nothing happens by chance. So we're looking at praying first, preparing and planning for 2022. Everything that you want to do, you must prepare for it. Let's test there's an echo. Let's reduce this volume on here. Hopefully the echo disappears. Can you hear the echo? We've turned down the microphone or the other phone. Hopefully, it should be better. 
glory to God. So nothing happens by chance. Nothing happens by chance. Everything left to chance stays the same. Nothing happens by chance. So we're looking at praying, preparing, and planning for the future, for 2022. When Jesus was going to start his ministry, he began by prayer. Prayer is the foundation. Prayer is the continuation. And prayer is the sustainer. All religions pray. They know the importance of prayer. All religions pray because they know the importance of prayer. Okay, understand the echo is gone. God bless you. Thank you, Mama B. So, why should we pray? Why should we prepare? And why should we plan? If you're going to get married, you pray into it, you prepare for it, and you plan for it. So, why should we pray? Why should we prepare? Why should we plan? Before Jesus started his ministry, he began with prayer. And prayer is in different dimensions. We have prayer of faith. We have prevailing prayer. We have, we have uh, intercessory prayer. We have the prayer of praise. We have the prayer of worship. So prayer takes on different dimensions based on what you are looking for. So the foundation, Jesus began his ministry with prayer. So you must pray, you must prepare, and you must plan. PPP, you must pray, you must prepare, and you must plan. You're going to have an event. You pray into it, you prepare for it, you plan for it. Now, never, never pray for something that you haven't planned for. Everything that you pray for, you must plan for it. So pray, prepare, and plan. So the question will be, why should I pray into 2022? Why should I prepare for 2022? Why should I plan for 2022? Why should I pray for December? Why did we come here last night and to pray into the new month? Because night determines day. Night determines day. Night determines day. And the evening, Genesis chapter 1, and the evening was the first day, and the morning, in the evening was the first day, first day in the evening, and the morning were the first day in the evening, and the morning were the second day. So, it's important that if you want sustainability, every life is, let me give you the reason, number one, life is a battlefield. Why should we pray? Why should we prepare? Why should we plan? Life is a battlefield. There are many people in your field. There are many people in your profession. There are many people who are married. There are many people giving birth to children. There are many people doing exactly the thing that you are doing in your profession, your calling, your business. Life is a battlefield. There are many competitors. There are many competitors. And life is a war. So, why should we prepare? Why should we pray? Why should we plan? First reason, take note of these things. These are primarily our Wednesdays are teaching services. See, understanding procures favor. Even favor is procured by understanding. When you understand what we are teaching, it puts you on a different plane altogether. It gives you advantage over your competitors and over competition. Never pray for something without planning or prepare for it. If you're planning for a child, prepare for If you're praying for a child, prepare for it. Praying for marriage, prepare for it. Praying for a business, prepare for it, plan for it. That's why they have business plans. Say, so I want to set up a business. Then they ask you, what's your business plan? You must pray, you must prepare, you must plan. Why should you pray? Why should you prepare? Why should you plan? 
Because number one, life is a battlefield. Life is a battleground, not a play field. Job 7 verse 1 says, Life is a war. All the life of man is war. I'm going to give you different examples to prove, to substantiate the point I make. Life is a war. <laughs> Babies coming out of a womb is a war. Glory to God. Then growing up, the stages of growing up, everything is a war. Life is a battlefield. Life is a, not a play field. Life is a war. So you must fight for everything that you're going to become. So, number two, watch this. The business of war is to take things by force. Bible says in Matthew 11 to another, this said, was said by Jesus himself. He says, from the days of John the Baptist until now, the kingdom of heaven suffered violence. And the violence taketh it by force. There's nothing you're going to, nothing of worth that you're going to have that you don't take by force in your business or, or your career or your marriage or your children's education. Life is a battleground, not a playground. So you must engage in war. Endless war. The war is unending. I gave you the example last night of David. David had to wage war, fight for many, many years until there was a rest round about to hand over a peaceful throne to his son. Life is a battlefield. Especially as parents, there are things that we need to fight for. You know, we who come from where we come from, Africa, where we come from, we've had to fight. There are certain battles that our parents, they did all the, their best, but there are certain battles that we inherited, which we need to make sure we fight and exhaust so we don't hand over our battles to our children because they have their own battles so that they have to fight. They don't have to add hours to it. Glory to God. That's why the Bible says, A good man shall leave an inheritance to his children's children. I'll tell you this. In 2022, you know, the Lord has been dealing with, 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 with my spirit and teaching me some few things that 2022 is going to be an awesome year. But it's going to take some teachings or certain things and we need to war with those things to see them materialize. Because we don't have to pass on our battles to our children. Glory to God. The Bible says, Woe unto them who are at ease in Zion. This is not a time to be at ease. This is not a time to relax. This is a time to wage war for where you believe you are going. Glory to God. You start early. You start early. You start early. Remember thy Creator in the days of thy youth, not when we are retired. So, from the days of John the Baptist until now, the kingdom of heaven suffered violence. And listen, it says, the violence take it by force. Anything you are going to possess, you must take it by force. We must fight and pray warfare prayers because some things are not given to us unless we take them by force. They are aware that they should come to us, but they won't come to us. We need to take them by force. We need to take them by force. We need to take them by force. Some things will not come to us except we take them by force. Jesus speaking in Matthew 16, 18, he said, I will build my church. Look at what he added. I will build my church and the gates of hell. Not the gates of a shop. Not the gates of a house. The gates of hell shall not prevail against. That means the gates of hell will come against the church. The gates of hell will come against our ministries. 
The gates of hell will come against our marriages. The gates of hell will come against our health. The gates of hell will come against our churches. The gates of hell will come against our Christian life. The gates of hell will come against us. I said, the gates of hell shall not prevail against us. So, there is a gate of hell whose intention is to come against what we are building and what we want to become. So, we are looking at praying, preparing, and planning for our future. Because the battle is always for the future. Why did Joseph's brothers hate him so much to sell to the point of selling him into slavery? The battle was against his dream. The battle was for his future. The battle was to say, the dreamer cometh. He says, let's take him and let's put him in a pit and let's sell him or let's kill him so that the dream will not come to pass. The dream is your dream, is your potential, is your future, is your destiny that the enemy is after. Glory to God. He says, from the days of John the Baptist until now, the kingdom of heaven suffered violence and the violent taken it by force. Jesus speaking to Peter said, I say unto you, thou art Peter. And upon this rock, upon this revelation, I will build my church. And the gates of hell, they are gates, gates of hell. Can you imagine? Picture the gates of hell. Hell is a place far worse than a fiery furnace. Hell is a hot place. And he says, the gates of hell. Look at the scenario. Look at the simile. Look at the metaphor. Look at the illustration. Look at the description of what will come against everyone. Everyone. The gates of hell shall not prevail against. That means the gates of hell will try to prevail against us as believers. And our assignment. And our destiny. And our health. And our future. He says, I will, as long as I am building my church, the gates of hell will not prevail against it. So, why must we pray? The gates of hell will attempt to prevail against us. Then number 3, 1 Corinthians chapter 16 verse 9. It says, I have set before you an open door. In December, in 2022, God has set before you and I an open door. Open door. Open door. But he says, but there are many adversaries. There are many opposers. There are many resistors. There are many enemies. You see, God says what he means and he means what he says. If those people did not exist, he wouldn't put it there. He says, I have set before you an open door. An open door in, in December... An open door in January 2022, I have said before you an open door, but there are many adversaries. Isaiah 54, 15 says, they shall surely gather together, that's actually number 5, the reason number 5, they shall surely gather together, but not by me. So he tells you, listen, your marriage doesn't have to be uh, the most rosy. Your children don't have to be the most fantastic for you to be resisted. He said, they shall, he could have said, they shall gather together. But he uses that adjective, they shall surely, surely. Ladies and gentlemen, life is a battlefield. Life is a warfare. He said, they shall surely gather together against you, but not by me. 
and whosoever shall gather together against you shall fall for your sake. So, what does that tell us? There will be people who gather together against you. It doesn't matter whether you are rich or you are poor or you have or you don't have. He says, they shall surely gather together against you. So, the third reason why we must pray, we must prepare and we must plan. He said, I have set before you an open door. This coming year, there's open doors that have been set for us. There are powerful promises. There are great prospects for us, for our churches, for our ministries, for our departments, for our families, for our marriages, for our children, for our grandchildren, for our city, for our communities. I have set before you an open door. But there are many, 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 many adversaries. He didn't tell, he didn't tell you the number. He tells you there are many. So, why should we be praying? Why should we be preparing? Why should we be planning? <laughs> the open doors for you have been set before you before December, second week in December, third week in December, fourth week in December, January 2022, January 2023. God has said before every one of us, open doors. Open doors. The doors have been open doors have been set before us, but He wants us but there are many adversaries, and that's why we must always be praying, carry forward, praying against, praying against, praying against. The Bible says when Pharaoh heard of the birth of Moses, he went into panic. He panicked and then killed all the firstborns under two, first maleborns under two. When Herod heard of Jesus' birth, he did the same thing. Why? To stop them entering their destiny like us entering our new year entering our december in style or entering our new months with style before every new month begins make sure you pray carry forward pray carry forward jesus prayed carry forward he's a perfect example before he started his ministry he prayed carry forward 40 days 40 nights of prayer moses prayed 40 days times three, 40 days before he began his ministry, 40 days again, and another 40 days. We must pray, carry forward. Why? Because God has set before us an open door, but there are many adversaries. We need to be mindful of the fact that there are adversaries that we need to wage war against if we'll enter our promised land and become everything that God has called us to be. Glory to God. Why should we pray? Why should we prepare? Why should we plan? Jesus Christ himself, our perfect example, engaged in using the weapon of his warfare, including fasting and prayer. Why should we prepare? Why should we pray? Why should we plan? John 10.10 10. Jesus speaking said, The thief cometh <laughs> not, but for to steal, to to kill, to destroy. The thief comes to steal your joy, steal your health, steal your destiny, steal your future, to kill your future, to destroy your future. His three assignments, to steal, to kill, to destroy. Everything that has to do with us, he said, but I have come that you might have life and have it more abundantly. So he's telling you what the agenda of the enemy is, to steal, to kill, to destroy. 
but he has carved out might have a banner. So we need to ensure we go after and enforce the abundant life. He wants us to live a life of abundance, live an abundant life. But that is not what the adversary wants for us. We need to be mindful. The adversary wants to steal, to kill, to destroy. But Jesus said, I have come that you might have abundant life. You know, that's why Deuteronomy 30, 19, he says, I have set before you life and death. Choose life that both thou and thy seed be So, life is about choices. You can choose to allow the enemy to steal from you, to kill you, and to destroy you. Or you can engage in warfare, engage in prayer. And follow the principles of working hard, being diligent, being smart, following wisdom to ensure that abundant life is your portion. That because your family is counting on it, those that have been assigned to you are counting on it. So receive grace to walk and walk in abundance. Don't get tired of fighting. Those who do not fight do not win battles and do not win wars. You know, to take, I'm coming to there soon. To take territory, God wants us to take more territories. Proverbs chapter 4 verse 18, he says, um, The path of the just is as the shining light, shining brighter and brighter and brighter unto the perfect day. So, every day must be a plus on the previous day. Every week must be a plus on the previous week. Every month must be a plus on the previous month. Every year must be a plus on the previous year. He says, I call heaven and earth to record this day against you that I have set before you. It is set. I have set before you life and death, blessing and cursing. Therefore, choose. So it is a choice as to whether you walk in blessing or you walk in cursing or you walk in life or you walk in death. It is a choice. It is a choice. Those who do not fight do not win. How does a boxing world heavyweight, world featherweight, world lightweight, or whatever champion become a champion without fighting? How did Usain Bolt become the number one without 100 meters and 200 meters? He had to fight in training his body to be able to do that. How do people become champions? They have to fight training, etc., to become champions. So, you choose life. And to choose life, you need to engage in warfare. You need to engage in warfare. The thief cometh not, but for to steal, to kill, and destroy. But he says, I have come to make sure that you have life and have it more abundantly. Then, number five was what the scripture that Mama B put earlier on, Isaiah chapter 54 Verse 15, he says, so the fifth reason why we must engage in, in warfare is weapons will be formed against you. Why should we pray? Why should we prepare? Why should we plan for 2022? Weapons will be formed against you. Isaiah 54, 15, he says, they shall surely gather together against you, <laughs> but not by me. Anyone who gathers together against you shall fall for your sake. And then in verse 17, I believe it is, it says, No weapon that is formed against you shall prosper. What does that tell us? Weapons will be formed against us. 
weapon will be formed against us. Whether we believe it or we don't believe it, scriptures cannot be broken. Natiro, God bless you. The scriptures cannot be broken. Miriam, you're welcome. God bless you. The scriptures cannot be broken. The scriptures cannot be broken. Natiro, oh God bless you. The scriptures cannot be broken. You are welcome. God bless you. The scriptures cannot be broken. He said, no weapon formed against you. It has, you don't have to have millions of pounds or have everything together for weapons not to be formed. He says, no weapon formed against you. We're looking at why we should prepare, why we should pray, and why we should plan for our future. Pray, prepare, plan. Pray, prepare, plan. Whatever you pray for, you must prepare for it and you must plan for it. The three Ps. We're looking at this series this week, uh, this whole month. Pray, prepare, and plan for 2022. Don't wait until 31st night. No, no, no. You start now. You start now. Some have already started. Some have written their New Year resolutions. Some have made their first quarterly plan for January to March, March to uh, April to June. Some have already started. Ladies and gentlemen, what you plan for is what you prepare for is what you pray into. So, weapons will be formed against you. You're looking at why should we pray, why should we plan, why should we prepare for the future. Then, next point, we have hardcore enemies. <laughs> All of us have hardcore enemies. What is, why is a baby like Moses an enemy to Pharaoh? Why is a baby like Jesus an enemy to Herod? So, a baby is innocent, just having come out of the mother's womb. Why should a baby be a threat to a whole king? Why? So, you don't have to be an adult <laughs> to have enemies. Once you arrive on this planet, God has a destiny for you. God has a plan for you. God has an assignment for you. So, weapons will be formed against you, but they will not work. Glory <laughs> to God. They will not work. They will not work because greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. You are aware of it, and so you are speaking it, and you are enforcing it. You are enforcing it. You are enforcing it. It says, no weapon formed against you shall prosper. And he tells you what to do. He doesn't leave it to just chance. He said, no weapon formed against you. That means weapons will be formed against you. He said, no weapon formed against you shall prosper. And every tongue that shall arise against your glorious destiny, you have a part to places, you shall condemn. Don't shut your mouth. The Nigerians will say, don't shut up your mouth. <laughs> don't shut up your mouth. He said, when weapons are formed against you, you shall use your tongue to condemn it. Don't leave it hanging. Glory to God. That's why you must pray. Engage in warfare. Engage. Some people, you know, they are so conservative and so liberal. So they say, oh, these people, <laughs> they are always talking about fighting and fighting and all this stuff. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> Weapons will be formed against you, 
But they shall not prosper because when you hear the weapons that are formed against you, you open your mouth and you condemn. You have hardcore enemies. You have hardcore enemies. They are gates of the enemies that we must possess. Listen to God when he made a promise when Abraham sacrificed his son. Listen to the God's pronunciation. So, don't shut up your mouth. <laughs> don't shut up your mouth. Nigerians say, don't shut up your mouth. Ghanaians say, don't shut your mouth. So, speak. You are the prophet of your destiny. Numbers 14, 28, God speaking said, As you spoken in my hearing, so will I do. So, don't say the negative. Always say the word of God. Shut up. Don't shut up your mouth. Listen to God speaking. There are gates. 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 Against your rising. Genesis 22:17 says that in blessing I will bless you, and in multiplying I will multiply thy seed, that's your children, as the stars of heaven, and as the sun upon the seashore. Look at the last line, Genesis 22:17, and thy seed, that's your children, shall possess the gates of his enemies. Thy seed, thy seed shall possess the gates of his enemies. So, there are enemies. Gates of enemies. Thy seed shall possess the gates of his enemies. Enemies have gates against us. Thy seed shall possess the gates of his enemies. Thy seed shall possess the gates of his enemies. We are looking at Preparing, praying, preparing, and planning for 2022. Don't, don't wait. <laughs> I started preparing. I won't tell you when. And I'm still in preparation mode. Waging war. Fighting. Praying. Praising. Worshipping. Working. Ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> When our assignment is over, we will sleep more when we get to the other side. <laughs> Moderate your sleeping. Glory to God. And fulfill your assignment. God will keep you fit. He said, that in blessing, I hope you saw the scripture, that in blessing I will bless thee. Look at all these nice things that God is saying. I mean, you expect that, uh, it just remains with that in blessing I will bless you. In multiplying I will multiply you. I'll multiply thy seed as the stars of heaven, <laughs> the sun and the seashore. But look at how he ends the blessing. He says, blessing, multiplying, blessing, multiplying. But at the end, look at what he says. Thy seed, thy children, shall possess the gates of his enemies. Thank you, Holy Ghost. I just heard that. Listen. Listen to what I just heard. Thy seed shall possess the gates of his enemies. Which means our seed, our children, must be taught. Warfare. <laughs> Our seed shall possess the gate of his enemies. So, our seed, our children have enemies. I never saw this before. Thank God for the Holy Ghost. Our seed shall possess the gate of his, his enemies. Our, en our children, our seed also have enemies. 
what when they can't get us they attack our children our seed he said thy seed thy children must be taught how to possess the gate of his enemy so enemies our enemies and our children's enemies and our business enemies and our church enemies and our ministry enemies have gates Our children must be taught how to possess the gate of his enemies. I will bless thee. I will multiply that talking to us. I will multiply thy seed. I will multiply your children. I will make them like the stars of the heaven. I will make them like the sun which is upon the sea. And thy seed shall possess the gate of his enemies. Our seed will be taught, must be taught how to possess the gate of their enemies. Life is a warfare. Life is a warfare. As you are praying, teach your children to pray. As you are studying, teach your children to study. As you are giving, teach your children to give. As you are tithing, teach your children to tithe. As you are serving, Teach your children to serve. Our children also have enemies. Maybe they don't. They haven't told you in school bullies and frustrations and things they deal with behind closed doors. Maybe they haven't said it to us. Our children also have enemies. I mean, thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Lord. Glory to God. If baby Moses had enemies, if baby Jesus had enemies, as a baby, as a baby, as a baby. Our children also have enemies. Why was Saul, King Saul, chasing David, a 17-year-old boy, all over the place? Because he had in mind this boy might become a king one day. That all the trouble began <laughs> when the people were praising him and said, Saul has killed his thousands and David has killed his ten thousands. Where did they get that from? They got that boy into trouble. 17 year old boy already in trouble with a whole king. He left his throne, put all his armies together, pursuing just one person. 17 to 20 year old boy. Our children shall possess the gates of their enemies. All this youth crime we hear of all over the place. It's a battle for the future of our youth. It's a battle for the future of our young adults. It's a battle for the future of our young children. They must be taught how to possess the gates of their enemies. I put it humorously. They must not just watch Paw Patrol or Little Angels or extracurricular activities that they are engaged in. Glory to God. Let them develop their mind. Let them be intellectually sound, mentally sound, but spiritually sound. And teach them warfare, warfare, warfare very early. Pray very early. That's why the title of this series is Why We Must Pray, Prepare, and Plan for Our Future. Our seed must be taught how to possess the gates of their enemies. Thy seed shall possess the gates of thy enemy. Life is a warfare. Oh, whether you are a baby <laughs> or you're growing into infancy or teenagehood or whatever, life is a warfare, irrespective of who we are. We must teach them to tithe 
early. We must teach them to pray early. We must teach them to serve early. We must teach them to worship early alongside us. Alongside us. Alongside us. Marjorie Chawi, God bless you. Deborah Johnson, God bless you. Kadian, God bless you. God bless you all. I believe you have been empowered. These teaching services, are, I'm telling you, I feel a great strong anointing on Wednesdays. I feel the anointing on other days. But when I'm teaching, I heard my twin brother say a few months ago, my favorite service is my Wednesday teaching services. You know, as you are teaching, the Holy Spirit is teaching through you. It begins to open your eyes to see. Said, well, before we came on this platform, I read the scripture, but I never saw that last part about thy seed. Ah, as a matter of fact, I, 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 I thought it was lined up with. So when it says, I'll bless thee, I'll multiply thee. So I thought, thy hours, uh, um, we shall possess the gates of our enemies. As much as that is, but emphasis is being laid on the fact that our seed, our seed, our seed shall possess the gates of their enemies. They must be taught how to possess the gates. When we go to school, when they go to school, we are not there. When they go to college, we are not there. When they go to uni, we are not there. When they start working, we are not there. <laughs> they must be taught what we are learning on the same platform on which we are learning to know how to possess the gates of their enemies in addition to our backup prayers and backup knowledge and backup wisdom that we teach them. Ladies and gentlemen, the earlier you start, the better. I just was reminded right now by the Holy Spirit about Samuel. 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 Samuel was lent to the Lord very early. His mother promised, Father, if you give me a son, I will give him to you. Early. Samuel. As soon as the mother had weaned the boy, and I believe in the Jewish uh, tradition. I need to check this with Pastor Johnson. In the Jewish uh, tradition, you are win between the age, I believe, of 0 and I think 12 or 10 or so. Glory to God. In the Jewish calendar, by the age of 12, you are supposed to be a man, to be responsible. You're, you're, you're seen as a man. That's why Jesus, at the age of 12, was asking lawyers and teachers questions, preparing himself for his future assignment after the age of 30. So, after the boy had been weaned, weaned between zero and an early, an early age, the boy was brought into the temple and handed over to the Lord to serve in the temple for his life. He learned how to possess the gates of his enemies early. He learned how to hear the voice of God when he heard the voice of God and he thought it was Eli calling him, went to Eli. Eli says, go back and lie down. Third time he came and said, well, next time you hear that voice. Second time he said, next time you hear that voice, say, Master, speak for thy servant hearing. Right there, a child being taught how to recognize and to hear the voice of God. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> oh, I love this. Thank God for the Holy Spirit. There are enemies. Our enemies have gates. We must possess the gates of our enemies and teach our children to possess the gates of their enemies. There are enemies at our gate lying in wait to kill us in the morning. The Bible says Samson, Samson, Samson's enemies, Judges chapter 16. Gates are powerful. I want you to join a prayer meeting, my twin brother's prayer meeting in the mornings from 5 a.m. to 5.45. 
and join us every Friday, 6 p.m. This week is going to be night of worship. Night of worship, 7.30 p.m. to 8.30 p.m. But we're going to do some prayer before the time to back up worship music. So don't miss these prayer sessions. They are powerful. Judges 16. Judges 16. So our children are not too young to be taught to know God. Oh my God. Best gift we can give our children so early. Samuel, very early, learns to the Lord. When my children were born, picked them up, dedicated them to God. Both of them. Grandchildren, picked them up, dedicated them to the Lord. Glory to God. Judges 16, 2 to 3. And it was told the Gazite. Look at this. Samson was in this particular town. And the Bible says it was told the Gazites. These were enemies of Samson. Envious of Samson. Jealous of Samson. And you have many of them. Them that you know, and them that you know not. I have many of them, them that I know, them that that's why it says, you must condemn their tongue. Enemies are there. Remember that. Enemies, no need to go fighting with them. No, no, no. Just deal with them in the spirit. Deal with them in the spirit. Deal with them. Weaken their resolves in the spirit. Pray those Psalm 144 prayers, Psalm 35 prayers. Don't get shy on God. (laughs) It's either you or them. So, you need to engage in warfare. Glory to God. And it was told the Gazites, say, Samson is come here. And they come, listen, they, they heard Samson was in town. They wanted to kill Samson. So, they compassed him in. They surrounded the city. They sat at the gates where he would go through. They compassed him in and laid wait for him all night. See why you must pray at night. See why we must pray at night. Yesterday, our people were with us at night, praying into the new month. So, we'll let you know what we decide to do. Glory to God. But you must be at our 31st night. Oh my God. I need to put up the flyer. I'll bring it up for you. 31st night. The theme for 31st night this year is... The battle for your future. The battle for your future. The battle for your future. The flyers are ready. The 31st night flyer is ready. The whole of January flyer is ready. The whole team for 2022 is already ready. <laughs> God. Battle ready. Battle ready. Battle ready. Battle ready. Glory to God. They laid wait for him. Look at the word all night. Judges. 16, Judges 16, 2 to 3. They laid wait for him all night. Night is not a time for just sleeping and snoring. Glory to God. There are times when you must wake up. I'm going to do a whole series in this coming year on midnight hour praying. The advantages and how to do it and the results of midnight hour. Look at the time that these people laid wait for this guy, Samson. They laid wait. It's conscious. They laid wait for him all this, 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 this is, they were conscious. Just as we are conscious of sleeping at night, we must be conscious of waking up at midnight on certain days, if not all nights, to pray into the morning. Certain things that are happening to us is because we don't pray at night. We wait till the morning and the thing just happens and then we are taking, the Bible says, the enemy, what was the scripture? It says, an, uh, an enemy has done this. When did they sow tears among our wheat? 
they did it at night when while men slept. While men slept. While men slept. And while men slept is not only just sleeping, physically sleeping. There are some people who, they are just oblivious to what is going on. They are not spiritual. They just relax, especially during this climate. Just relax, taking it easy. Stop tithing, stop giving, stop serving, stop going to church. It's, it's a sign of sleeping. Except you are uh, shielding or whatever it is, your spiritual life must become more buoyant and vibrant in this atmosphere. While men sleep, the people are laying wait at night to kill you in the morning, to kill your business, to get certain things out of your, your, your life. Take your job away from you. Take your family away from you. They lay wait for him, not during the day, but at night, because they knew he will be sleeping. When you hear of our mini all-night prayer sessions, make sure you join us. Jump up, uh, Brother P, you are welcome. You join us for those prayer sessions for your good, for your... We were up last night. Our people didn't want us to finish. From 11.30 to 12.15, into 12.20, we're still... Uh, <laughs> It was now that the thing was fried. That's literal interpretation. <laughs> the warfare was now frying properly. The egg was frying properly around 12.20 with our worship from Dustin. Oh, you can. Glory to God. I'm telling you, this is the platform to be. We are excited about what God is doing and what God is about to do in House of Judah. And in our, I'm telling you, we are excited. We are excited because we are on course. We are on course. We are warring with our prophecies. We are engaging in what we are doing, what we must do. Glory to God. Glory to God. So, they lay all night, lay in wait for him at night. In, listen to where it was, where they lay at night, in the gate of the city. Listen, don't miss next week, Wednesday. <laughs> in the gate of the city. Look at where decisions are made. That's why you must join my twin brother in the morning, 5 a.m. to 5.45. Check our... WhatsApp announcement will put that possessing the gates of your enemy prayer session. is only two days left. Glory to God. To get, get on our WhatsApp platform and then listen and pray alongside those prayers. Get those pray, pray, Play it over and over and pray alongside. My wife prays alongside it. I pray alongside it. I wake up in the morning, 5 a.m. And I'm praying with my twin brother. Glory to God all the way from Ghana and his pastors. We are making determinations. Determinations that no human being can stop. Never. They don't have that kind of power. We generate power in the spirit. Glory to God. Condemn the tongues of men and women that have risen against us and spoken against us and render them null and void and command their words to backfire back into their camp and over their children and over their descendants. Remember your seed must possess the gates of their, your children. Your children must possess the gates of their, your children have enemies. They lay in wait for him to kill him. It states categorically what their intention was. They lay in wait for Samson to kill him. To kill him. And listen, let's close with that. And Samson lay till midnight and arose at midnight. Specifically states, Samson arose not in the morning, not 5 a.m., not 4 a.m., as good as that is. He arose at midnight and took the doors of the gate that was keeping him barricaded. 
There are gates that have been sent to barricade you in 2021 that you don't enter 2022 as a, as, as a person of promise. Ladies and gentlemen, he took the doors of the city and took the posts and carried the gate and the post with him that had been sent to barricade him to kill him in the morning. He carried them away, bar and all. He took everything. You don't leave anything behind. Carry all the agendas and the tools and the gates and the bars and the posts that the enemy has set in place to keep you barricaded in 2021 in the same condition in which you started 2021 or haven't, haven't gotten worse or not you haven't possessed what you should have possessed. This December is a month of collecting all the balance. Of all the enemy has stolen, and it comes by your tithing, comes by your giving, comes by your prayer, comes by your service, comes by your fasting, comes by your warfare. Nobody can do it for you. Everybody is fighting their own battles. They are not adding yours to theirs. So, you, the earlier you start waging war and listening to this message, preparing, praying, and planning for your future. Everything that we have learned and we are practicing freely as we receive and we share with those who want to listen and those who want to do it. He carried the bar, the posts and the gates of the city, of the city, away and put them upon his shoulder. Now, shoulder is symbolic of prayer. You carry the burden, intercession. Show that he carried the gate. He carried the posts. He carried the bar and all on his shoulder. Shoulder, shoulder. When the Bible talks about shoulder with regards to priests, it's talking about intercession, prayer. You carry your own burden upon your own shoulder by praying by yourself. He carried it upon his shoulder and carried them up. He went up, not down. Prayer is going up. He carried them up to the top of the hill that is before Hebron. Next week, I'm going to continue from here. I'm still on number five. I have 21 points to give you as to why you must pray, why you must prepare, and why you must plan. I have 21. I'm just on number five. There are gates. There are gates. There are gates. Our children must be taught how to possess the gates of their enemies. Children. Our children have enemies. Whether you believe it or you don't believe it. It's true. Samson carried the gates, carried the bar, carried all. And he went up, he went up, he went up. He didn't go down, he went up. That means he rose up and prayed. Tonight, receive the grace to pray. Receive the grace to prepare. Receive the grace to plan. Your future is in your hands. Your future is in your hands. Pastors can teach you, can guide you, can train you, but you are the one that does the legwork. They'll touch and agree with you, but after they've touched and agreed with you, you, must, you can receive your healing and lose your healing if you don't know how to keep your healing. So there are things you do, like the, 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 the ten lepers that came for their healing. They went away. They didn't return to say thank you to Jesus. So they didn't receive wholeness. They just received wholeness. Just because you got a little breakthrough doesn't mean it will stay. There are things you must know to do to keep your breakthrough so Satan doesn't steal it from you. 
and this platform, midweek services has been set aside to teach you the rudiments. You must know the rules of engagement, as Archbishop Duncan Williams would say. You must know the rules, the rules of engagement. It's not arbitrary. There are rules of engagement for you to prepare, to pray, to plan for what God has in store for you in 2022. Glory to God. So receive that grace now. Nanapuku, you are blessed. Receive that grace now. Receive that wisdom now. I'm going to encourage every one of you to... Go over this message, listen to it over and over and over and over, and say, faith come by hearing and hearing and hearing and understanding. I hear, I'm always worried. <laughs> and I mean, it's not going to stop. War. You are called to, he said, fight the good fight of faith. It is a pastor's fight the good fight of faith. He said, every Christian, everybody, fight the good fight of faith, including children. Fight the good fight of faith. There are things to do to maintain what God gives us. So receive that anointing. Receive that grace in Jesus' precious name. If you're on this platform, you're not born again, you want to give your life to Christ, or during the lockdown you're backslidden, or you've come out of the will of God because of everything that is going on, pray this prayer with me. Say, Jesus, thank you for saving me. Thank you for dying on the cross. I believe you died and were raised from the dead. And I confess with my mouth the Lord Jesus. Forgive me for all my sins. Forgive me for my lukewarmness. I receive your forgiveness. And I accept you as my Lord and Savior. Thank you for saving me. In Jesus' name. Amen. If you pray that prayer, if you are born again, you have rededicated your life to Jesus. Ladies and gentlemen, this is it. This is it. This is it. That I said to some people years ago, there is no plan B. Life is a warfare. Life is a battlefield. But once you have the weapons of our warfare that are not carnal, you win all the time. It is not unscriptural to be tested or tried or challenged, but it's unscriptural to be defeated by those challenges when you have platforms like this teaching you the word of God and churches like ours and many more who are teaching you to become victorious.